and we are live all over again. Here we are. Thuz, thuz. <laughs> it's Tuesday. There's no th in the th, th when it comes to Tuesday. 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 That's my French getting in the way of my uh, English all over again. It's Tuesday. Yeah, it's the early bird podcast session. Stefan Maya with you at itsouls.com. If you've been with me for a while, you know the routine. This year, themed day is analyzing the lyric. And um, I think out of honor and respect, we're going to analyze a lyric from our friend Gordon Lightfoot. Fellow Canadian there, Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. I chose a song. And which song do you choose from Gordon Lightfoot, really? Someone says, what's your favorite song from Gordon Lightfoot? Really? Man... There's too many. The man was a poet in his own right, a genius of the song writing dialect, right? He was well known and respected, and um, many have covered his songs, have utilized his songs. Uh, his songs played a part in my past life. Obviously, I still listen to him. Um, a great memo a great many memoirs and memories. All that kind of stuff. So we're going to check out um, a song from Gordon Lightfoot, Night Shows, Rainy. Uh, 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 <laughs> no, I can't even remember it. Early Morning Rain. There we go. In the early morning rain. Yeah, that's one. I, I, there's so many. And of course, you have your, your, your commercial successes that play on the radio all the time. And I, I've never grown tired of them. Uh, they're well known and respected as well, but, um, you know, I just, this is one of them I, I found, um, left a mark in my thoughts, if you will, in my past life and certain time travels that take place when you go back into the tune and all that kind of wonderful stuff. So we're going to be talking about that. And, uh, of course, um, you know, Mr. Gordon Lightfoot did pass away, uh, from this earth and uh, he has certainly left us behind a bulk of uh, his work that will, I mean, the, the kind of work you leave behind when you're an artist of this caliber is indeed uh, uh, shelf life music. That's what I call it. I call this kind of stuff shelf life music. Why? Because it has no expiration date. You're always going to have little bitty kids there running around and buying his record. Why? Because it has weight. It has soul, as we would say in the music world. It has something to it. It has depth. It has, it transcends time, if you will. It connects us in one way or another with a memory or with an experience, something along those lines. But on Tuesdays, that's what we do. We pick out a song, we open up the lyrics, and we analyze what's taking place. And we do so, of course, from a Christian worldview, Christian perspective. And we try to be, um, you know, as fair as we can on all angles, um, and, uh, that makes way for, uh, some, um, I suppose, interesting conversations. So housekeeping, please consider signing up, following, subscribing, giving a thumbs up, leaving a comment, sharing the link far and wide. All this kind of engagement helps, uh, the Edit Souls ministry and what we do here at the studio move further and farther, reaching all around the globe and also in our immediate community. Um, I work alongside the East Coast Church of Christ, and you can check us out on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. You can check us out on our website, eastcoastchurchofchrist.com. Please consider getting involved with the wonderful work we do. We've been growing. It's been wonderful, full of encouragement. Good stuff going on over there. 
Um, also, if you if you are willing and able, sign up to addedsouls.locals.com. You can sign up over there for free, but once there, you can choose to support. And if you do that, you will, of course, have access to exclusive content stuff. It gives a more personal side of things, but it's uh, it's to support the Added Souls ministry through the Maya family, my family and I, and uh, the work we're involved with and the mission and all that kind of stuff. Good stuff. So Gordon Lightfoot's Early Morning Rain is uh, what we're going to be looking at. We're going to be opening up the lyrics and we're going to be going through them. I certainly appreciate your kind attention this AM. I do hope your morning's going well. It is indeed an early morning rain, and it seemed fitting again to my condition over here on the east coast of Canada in New Brunswick, the hub city, Moncton, Dieppe, and Riverview. We serve you, and um, it's raining outside. It's a rainy week. It's early. It's early, too. It's 8.15 a.m. now. Wake up around 5 a.m., you know, go through the motions. Gotta wake up, we'll take a shower, you know, brush my teeth, all that kind of stuff. Get things ready and then come to the studio slash office where uh, we launch our podcast sessions. Weekdays, Monday to Friday. Check the itinerary. You'll see the days there and what we produce. You may find something of worth, beneficial to your life. Eh, good. Early morning rain, Gordon Lightfoot. I opened up our friends over at uh, songfacts.com. There's a few locations we go to when it comes to our Tuesday analyzing the lyrics. Uh, one of those locations is songfacts.com. So I borrow some of their information in there and share it with you along your way. And uh, what it has to say here uh, with Mr. Gordon Lightfoot and uh, the song, it says, the first Gordon Lightfoot composition to become well-known, this early morning rain song, this song was composed by the Canadian singer-songwriter in 1964. The tune describes a down-on-luck man from uh, far from home, right? And he's observing the takeoff of a Boeing 707 plane. Now, according to some sources, it was inspired by Lightfoot. Uh, uh, seeing off a friend uh, at the Los Angeles airport there. Now, this song has indeed uh, been covered. It's been covered by a uh, known artist, uh, Judy Collins. Um, uh, I'm not too familiar with her. I do know Elvis. Elvis uh, covered and also, uh, where is it now? Was it Peter Paul? Peter, yeah, yeah, Peter, Paul, and Mary. Peter, Paul, and Mary did so as well. Interestingly enough, Elvis Presley also performed the song during the USA airing of his 1973 uh, Aloha from Hawaii via satellite TV show. Isn't that interesting? Well, Gordon Lightfoot uh, told Mojo Magazine regarding Bob Dylan's cover, and that's indeed an artist we respect and is internationally known, Bob Dylan. He says... Uh, regarding Bob Dylan's cover, uh, Gordon Lightfoot said, I was totally blown away uh, that he could or he would record one of my songs in the first place. Uh, it helped my career. Uh, it, 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 I'd not had a hit single myself at that point, uh, he says. His cover was a linchpin. The cover Bob Dylan made was a linchpin in, the ho in that whole process. Uh, because it made people in the industry aware that I was producing good songs. So that's what Mr. Gordon Lightfoot had to say about Dylan's cover of his song. And uh, you can certainly go uh, online and search uh, Mr. Gordon Lightfoot's biography. Very, very uh, interesting indeed. Fascinating information there. I mean, he began at a very young age. 
you could tell his you could you could respect and, and recognize his artistry, his poetry, his songwriting skills, his uh, dedication, his discipline to the art, to the career he chose forward, and uh, the many challenges in his life, and this, that, and the other, and it's it's, it's just wonderful. Uh, but our duty, if you will, our task for our session on Tuesdays is to analyze the lyric, and we're going to open up the lyric and kind of take a look at that and move through it. Now, again, it's, you know, when you when you grow up <clears throat> with tender emotional investments with these artists, and especially if they're from your hometown or your country, you kind of have an agenda with it. You know, obviously it's like, yeah, he represents us. He can show... He, he showed the world that Canada has talent, you know, that kind of stuff, uh, whether it be American talent and then Americans are, are prideful of their side of things like, oh, you know, this individual is an American. And it's it, it, it can become obviously uh, something that would not be healthy, but it, it can remain within the boundaries of a healthy uh, uh, joy, uh, you know, to 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 have an artist that's from your hometown or your country. That is so well respected, honored, and known, and has has created um, uh, much content that brought us entertainment, brought us joy, <clears throat> memories, all that kind of stuff, right? <clears throat> that can we we can relate with in life when you've when you've gone through a few things in life and you read some lyrics that have that same wisdom. You're like, oh yeah, there we go. I'm not alone. I'm not the only one that's had that moment, that's had that feeling, or something along those lines. Uh, so Mr. Gordon Lightfoot's lyrics on Early Morning Rain begins and it says, and I quote, In the early morning rain with a dollar in my hand. <laughs> Again, that brings me, you know, brings me back to so many, so many thoughts and places in my past life. Um, from, from familiar dirt roads and faces and places, you know, to the camp settings in the woods, uh, rivers nearby, um, even in the wintertime snow and the glistening of the sun upon the sparkling crystals of the ground, uh, you name it. Uh, and, of course, because of my past life and the destruction <laughs> that I was involved with, um, a great many scars also from uh, uh, the mythical world, if you will, you enter into, that you're charmed into when it comes to... Uh, um, addiction to hardcore narcotics, alcohol, stuff like that. I mean, that's how we lived back then, the life of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And so when you're living the life of sex, drugs, and rock and roll, you have the music path. And though this is of a folk nature, it still uh, irons itself on your thoughts. You know, it scars your flesh and you have memories of being with friends, getting high, you know, those first moments here or there or that experience with a... Uh, that beautiful girl, you know, and stuff like that, just has a lot of um, a lot of memories, a lot of arteries that reach back to some familiar moments and times. I mean, now, obviously, uh, fast forwarding to who I am now and what I do now, I, I I have a controlled thought with it. I don't allow it to enamor me back into any kind of past lifestyle or anything like that. But it, it's interesting nonetheless that. It's opening. It's opening dialogue. This this poetry just hits a certain chord in the thoughts and memories of my uh, my past, as it certainly does to a great many of you who 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 engage in the audience in the early morning rain <clears throat> with a dollar in my hand. So what do we have here being revealed? Well, we have the weather and we have financial conditions, right? We have the weather and we have financial condition, and together that can make for one's experience or grow in wisdom, learning something, isn't it? It's early. 
maybe tired, maybe he was up all night last night, right? The lyrics will follow, we'll, we'll continue with it, but it's early. So we got ourselves a time frame in the day, and it's raining, so we got ourselves some precipitations, and uh, he's got a dollar in, in his hand. Now, <laughs> in uh, 1964, he wrote this, was it, that it said? I forget now. I mean, yeah, a dollar might have gotten you further than it would today. Now they scoff at you for a dollar. Nothing is for a dollar today. Even though they have dollar generals and dollar stores and <laughs> the Canadian dollar, where you are deceived into believing it's going to cost a dollar. A uh, dollar don't go by. dollar don't do much, you know, these days. But even back then, you know, a dollar was... You're, you're not going to go too far with a dollar. So he's financially down on his luck if you will you know the luck of the irish and uh it's early it's raining it doesn't seem to be a uplifting you know dancing in the flowers you know that kind of rainbowy uh, uh vision here no it's um it seems a bit depressing i suppose um a bit down on the luck there and he continues and it says with an aching in my heart and my pockets full of sand I just love the way he writes. I just, I just love the song. It's just, you know, it, it makes sense to me. I've lived on this earth long enough to have these moments to which <laughs> when I first began my journey listening to music, you know, mom and dad's 45s, you know, those records and listening to the, it was mostly for the, the beats, you know, it was mostly for the in, instrumental uh, um, uh, display, you know, the guitars, the bass, the drum, the piano, the harmonica, what all the instruments. And I was like, wow, I was just captivated by that at a very young age from, from, uh, Black Sabbath to Patsy Cline, you know, Bob Dylan to Led Zeppelin and everything in between. You name it. I've, 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 I've heard it. And, uh, I, I fell in love with a great many genres and all of it. As I, of course, grew up more so in my age, I would adapt and fall in love with other uh, uh, genomes of the music industry, you know, but it was mostly at a younger age because of the sound that came my way that would give me a certain feeling, make me want to dance perhaps, or move, or think of things. And then you grow up and you and you make poor decisions in life, and you choose to alienate yourself away from God and go down the path of heathenism and pagan worldviews and just practice everything they do and kind of uh, fall down that deep pit. And then you start to listen to the lyrics of these very friend, uh, these these co-workers in the heathen realm, and you're like, oh yeah, okay, I get this early morning rain stuff, I get this dollar in my hand. I understand an aching in my heart, maybe a, a girl that I have to say goodbye to, you know, uh, uh, a friendship, uh, something along those lines, a uh, sorrow of sorts and a pocket full of sand. Yeah, you can't purchase much with a pocket full of sand, you know, kind of down on my luck here. It's a depressing day and I've lived through those moments. So you start to read these lyrics with a bit more experience and you understand the insight that they reveal. So he says, with an aching in my heart and my pockets full of sand. Yep, that's where he's at. He says, I'm a long way from home and I miss my loved one so. In the early morning rain with no place to go. We found ourselves in that kind of a similar situation. I found myself beginning a... Uh, a journey, if you will, on, uh, oh, I don't know, 
Monday morning and then waking up somewhere is Wednesday or Thursday. Like, where am I? I'm not even in the same state. Who are the people around me? What has taken place? We've experienced things. We've gone to the desert. We've taken the peyote. (laughs) We've seen things. You know, I saw Morrison pass by as some kind of a phantom, you know. I am the Lizard King. This is the end. (laughs) Beautiful friend. I've had the heartaches of uh, uh, women. I've experience the um, reality and the very low after you've been so high up in the sky. And uh, all of this is indeed the experience of the world, its fallen world, and all that takes place within a lawless frame of mind. I'm a long way from home, and I miss my loved ones. So some of us in our renewal, in our repentance, our return to what is structured and what has purpose in life and what is true and real, what is love, God, the Christ, our Lord and Master. You know, for some of us who have gone so far away from him for decades, uh, kind of gives, gives me a bit of a glimpse into that return, that moment where you start to think back about home. Bob Seegard would write songs like that too, you know, Against the Wind and stuff like that, that would give that same, well, there's a common bond between us heathens, us pagans, right? Uh, We make bad choices in life and we experience the consequences of them. Um, And uh, it has a similar tone to it. It has a similar ring and that's why it has a common bell. I'm a long way from home and I miss my loved one. So after a while, you, you, you've been in the world for a bit. And you've experienced everything the world's been throwing at you. Uh, you, start to, you start to see how far you've gone. And you're like, man, I miss, I, miss, um, I miss home. I miss mom. I miss dad. You know, I miss that. I miss, uh, I miss being sober. You know, I miss uh, having purpose in life instead of just what the world wants you to find uh, uh, purposeful, which is always a path towards destruction. I mean, that's what we were on, you know, materialistic drive, greed, power control, fame, perhaps, you know, uh, luxury, uh, a a, a shooting star. And uh, certainly in my past life, I attained a certain measurement of that uh, within the realm of uh, organized criminal activities, as head of a you know of a crew and, and um, making money, uh, living that kind of lifestyle, the um, the fashionable clothing, jewelry, the vacation locations, the kind of social settings you have, and it was all, <clears throat> all revolved around my love for music. I mean, I just loved music, and that's what we did. That's how we rolled. And you kind of have these memories, and when you listen to <clears throat> these songs, it brings back some of those places and faces. And now, of course, I mean, obviously, I live with a regret that I should have never gone down that path, but I certainly do have fond memories of the camaraderie and the, uh, the true and authentic friendships I had and, and the things that took place there. There are many memories going back to that, but I, I do remember the year uh, when I when I thought to myself as well, I'm a long way from home and I miss my loved ones. So <clears throat> in the early morning rain with no place to go, you kind of feel lost right? You feel lost. You feel yourself uh, confined, maybe even claustrophobic. I've had those anxieties attacks. Like, what are, you know, what am I doing with my life? You know, sure, I have, I have, uh, I have 
control, I have power, I have money, I have women, I have all these things at my disposal to the measurement I was involved with, which was a pyramid of some of the most corrupt powers that control our state, our province in this country. Uh, <clears throat> you'd be amazed at uh, <laughs> the depth of corruption <clears throat> that is found in this location when you're in uh, when you're in the streets and you're part of that element, uh, that entourage. But it, you know, <clears throat> for someone like me who was born and raised in a, in a, in a uh, in a home with a mother and father who loved each other, I mean, a lot of challenges. Obviously, it was not a smooth ride, but. Uh, for all intents and purposes, it was a functioning marriage that loved each other, and uh, they were able to remain together when they converted towards Christ, uh, to Christ, Christianity, towards Christ. Christ is the purpose in which mom and dad were able, of course, to to, to love each other and to to work out uh, what they had to work out and persevere. And I grew up in that kind of a home where there was that availability towards love and. Uh, um, you know, I had gone away from that, from that instruction, from that upbringing. And it was not a perfect one, I, you know, <laughs> but it was still, there was a seed in there. And we go away from that at times. And then we start to think about it again, you know, when you're down and out, when you've lived life, when you've had heartache and sorrow and betrayal, and you've gone through a great many traumas, uh, you, uh, you grow older in your thoughts, you become an old soul, though, perhaps in a what might appear physically outwardly as a young a young uh, a shell, uh, if you will, there is depth within the soul. There is depth within the spirit. The things we say, the wind we speak, we blow your way. The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. Remember that one? We did that one too, didn't we? So I'm a long way from home, and I miss my loved one so in the early morning rain with no place to go. You know, I'm just cornered here, man. Where am I going? What are we going to do? This life and its, its consequences got me in a rainy day morning here with no money and, um, you know, liquored up, man, just where am I, what am I doing in life, right? So he continues in his lyrical poetry, his genius, if you will, and man, we're gonna miss him, aren't we? He's departed and uh, we've loved him through his music, we've known him through his uh, his, his lyricism and how he was certainly a well-respected songwriter. I mean, it's just the potency of his mark will forevermore be scarred on the earth and with good, with good reason that you'll always want to purchase an album from the guy it was just uh again i can't say enough good stuff about him i may not have agreed with him on certain stuff regarding socio-political affairs perhaps but uh his lyric had place in our memories you know in the canonical se sequences of our history gordon lightfoot is going to uh be a well-respected canadian uh for f f again it's just He's sharing his life moments or he's sharing life moments he's seen. It's just, that's where you find the gem. And when you can put that in the right musical uh, flow and, or, you know, it's like an orchestra, right? All the right things are tuned fine and it, it's all well woven and knit together and you cling to it because you can, you can adapt with it. You can, you can say, I, I feel he knew what I was going through and stuff like that. So he says, out on runway number nine, big 707 set to go. You know, his last lyric was, in the early morning rain with no place to go. I'm out on a runway number nine in a big 707 set to go. It seems so simple, almost like barstool kind of barstool poetry, like uh, our friend um, uh, Bon Scott with ACDC could write. You know, just some of the most simple 
bar stool lyrics you'd find, but it's just so potent. It just sticks in your thoughts. And you, for those of us who have lived that rebellious life, you know, uh, we, we were like, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what that looks like. <laughs> and we've seen the entourage of similar like-minded individuals in that lifestyle, man. Listen, I clubbed for about 20 some years, if not more. I bar hopped. I did the, the, the honky tonks. We did the beer gardens. We did the dives, man. If there was a, if there was a water hole somewhere and tucked away in with some of the most power, with some of the most depraved power drinking, uh, immoral, uh, individuals you could find, we'd be found there, you know, <laughs> give us another shot <laughs> rounds on me. Let's go. And these songs, they played on the jute box and we'd find ourselves entwined together and singing these songs together and living a life that is uh, godless, away from God, experiencing the full pleasure of the flesh. And uh, yeah, that's just how we rolled. Um, I would never go back. I have memories, some okay, some good, some pleasurable, but mostly filled with consequence, you know, mostly filled with a lot of bad stuff that we now have to baggage around us for the rest of our lives. But through the peace and love of Christ, you find forgiveness, and that heavy burden is lifted from you. Burns were lifted at Calvary, Calvary. So out of runway number nine, Big 707 set to go, but I'm stuck here in the grass where the cold wind blows. I'm not on the happy side of life right now, Gordon's talking, you know, he's, he's speaking, man, he's saying something. I'm not on the happy side, <laughs> I'm not on the happy trail right now. I may have been last night at the peak of getting high and being <laughs> with friends at the party, but uh, man, now I'm kind of uh, down on my luck and wondering what's going on, but it's still the experience, right? <laughs> it's, still, it's still the life moment going on. I'm stuck here in the grass where the cold wind blows. I'm on the ground. It's early. It's wet. I'm cold. I got no money. And my heart's broken. I have to say bye to someone, you know, so he says, of course, now. The liquor tasted good, and the women all were fast. That's what was happening last night. Well, there she goes, my friend. Well, she's rolling down at last. <laughs> oh, man. we can. Some of us know exactly what's going on over here, and uh, we've lived that. And it brings back those uh, familiar things, doesn't it? So, again, he says, I'm out on runway number nine, big 707 set to go. So there's a farewell taking place. Someone's departing here. But he is stuck on the ground in the grass where it's cold. He's broke. And the wind's blowing. Now, of course, the liquor tasted good. And the women all were fast. And when, when we say the liquor tasted good, it doesn't necessarily mean by the palate standards. <laughs> it means we were getting high and it was going down real well. Ever have that... First beer, cold as cold can be, and you're drinking that beer, and it just, all of a sudden, it ain't been five minutes, and you're like, I already need another one? What happened there? Man, that tasted good. Not at all. Beer don't taste good. Liquor don't taste good. It just don't. Unless you go towards that more, you know, feminine type of drink where you have your spirits and your wines, perhaps, or something that tastes like sugar. But we men, we drank manly liquor, didn't we? The kind that could grow chest hairs on you, right? <laughs> Not so much anymore with what's taking place with what, Bud Light? Oh, man, you don't want to get... I could take an excursion on Bud Light right now and just go to town. I mean, I, 
Budweiser, Bud Light, because you deserve what every individual should enjoy regularly. We had that enchantment well down. It was a man's beer. We drank Budweiser. Why? Because men drink Budweiser. We work hard. We play hard. We drink hard. Give me a Bud. What's the matter with you? <laughs> How did we go from that to, uh, well, if you drink a Bud Light and you're a male... You might just turn into a female somehow. I don't know. The world's gone crazy bonkers, hasn't it? But in all in all senses, uh, in today's uh, in 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 our lives now as Christians, we don't endorse liquor whatsoever. We know the, we know what happens with liquor. We know <laughs> we've lived through it, dude. It's a mess. Divorces, fornication, adultery, abortions, broken families, poor health conditions suicide, death, 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 death. And it all started with, well, everybody does it, and it looks like fun, and then you try it out, and it is fun. Oh, man, it's fun. I still remember the first time I got drunk, man, we had a blast. It was fun. Of course it was fun. We're like, this is liberating. This was just (laughs) magic. We need to do this again, and we need to do this again soon. Like next weekend, we do this again. (laughs) <laughs> the government with the cigar, the liquor store down the road. <laughs> We've made another customer. <laughs> These poor fools. <laughs> and that's what it does, man. From alcohol to hardcore narcotics, it doesn't matter. That's how it rolls. Anyways, bit of an excursion there. Coming back to the <laughs> to the scene of the crime, right? We have our friend Gordon Lightfoot, and he's down on the grass, it's cold, he's broke, he's probably hung over, he's thinking about what happened last night and that wonderful night filled with the peak of the high, you know, with women and liquor and the music, and it was just fun, and now, oh man, I'm hung over, it's cold, I got no money, where am I, I'm missing home, things have changed, my friend, the consequence of it all, and he says, now the liquor tasted good and the women all were fast, well, there she goes, my friend, well, she's rolling down at last. And he continues and he says in his lyric, Hear the mighty engines roar. See the silver bird on high. She's away and westward bound. Far above the clouds she'll fly. Where the morning rain don't fall and the sun always shines, she'll be flying o'er my home in about three hours' time. A difference here. Two kind of two kind of paths here. A difference here. He's recognizing that this... 707 has an individual in there that he's going to miss, and this individual is part of the festivities that took place the night before, and the, the drunken stupor, and the uh, <laughs> the orgies of uh, uh, of the night, and, and everything that took place, and, and, and now, you know, this individual's off to the sunny, to the sunny slopes, to the Rainbow Valley, to the land of milk and honey, where all things are wonderful, but me, Gordon, no, I'm... I'm in the trenches, man. It's war. There's consequences. All of that has gone away now. And uh, I'm saying bye. Yeah, I'm missing home. I'm missing home. He continues and says, This old airport's got me down, doesn't it? It's not earthly good to me. Because I'm stuck here on the ground as cold and drunk as I can be. You can't jump a jet plane like you can a freight train, so I'd best be on my way in the early morning rain. It's just, it's poetry. It's poetry. It's, it's, 
it just has that somber, majestic appeal. You know, it's sorrowful, but yet so recognizable for those of us who have gone through those moments in life. You know, those kind of things. Again, this old airport's got me down. It has familiar tone. It's telling me of a departure that I, you know, I have to say bye to someone. Um, and I can see it going by a certain, it's going towards a direction that I'm not headed towards because I'm here, I'm cold, I'm drunk, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm broke. Where the morning rain, it says, cause I'm stuck here on the ground. Stuck. You know, ever feel stuck? Oh yeah. It's a trap. I have. It's a trap. How do you leave this trap? Lord, please, please help me find a way out of this, man. I've, I've had enough. I'm tapping out. I'm screaming, uncle, uncle, uncle. I'm tapping out, man. I've looked in the mirror. Looked in the mirror, you know. 110 pounds. Greenish color. Those bloodshot eyes, you know, bleeding eyes. Looking in the mirror. Not slept for several days. On a drinking binge. Riding the white horse. Ooh, those nights. Ooh, wow. There I am, looking in the mirror, dying, slowly, decaying. I got money, got all kinds of that stuff. Look at the jewelry I have. Got gold all around me. I got people who fear me. I got all kinds of stuff. I got everything the world wants to offer me. Why am I dying? Why am I miserable? Why am, I in, why am I in this pit of despair, in this drunken stupor that never ends? I'm swimming the, bo the bottom of a bottle, man. Lord, help me. Help me out. I can't take it anymore, man. I'm tapping out. How do I get out of this place? How do I change? I've been doing this for decades. It's the only thing I've ever known now, it seems. I, how do I leave this place? You can't jump a jet plane like you can a freight train, so I'd best be on my way. In the early morning rain. Well, I can't take the plane. That ain't gonna do it. I'm, I'm too far gone. I know what I can do. I can take the train. I can hop in the train and find a way out of this place, man, before I just wither away and die. That's what's been happening. It masquerades itself as pleasure. It really does. It's so much fun. But what's really going on in reality, when you look in the mirror and you have that moment, of that epiphany, that moment that you're like, if I keep going, I die. And I had a two-year-old son at that time, you know, and I was like, dude, what am I doing? What am I doing? In the early morning rain, with a dollar in my hand, with an aching in my heart, and my pockets full of sand. And I'm telling you, once you've lived a few things in life, you'll understand these analyzations of the lyric. Okay, so you can't jump a jet plane, you can't. Uh, 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 you, uh, like you can a freight train. So I'd best be on my way in the early morning rain. You can't jump a jet plane like you can a freight train. So I'd best be on my way in the early morning rain. He's seeking a way out. He knows there's a way that's simply not attainable at this time, at this stage in his life. It's too far gone. It's in the, I can't take the plane now. I got to take something else, something more humbling. I've, I'm being humbled, aren't I? I'm in the grass. I mean, it's cold. The wind's blowing cold. It's raining. I got no money. You know, I, I, I've been wasting my life away with the pleasures it has to, to, to extend 
you know, drunkenness and women and all that kind of stuff. How do I crawl out of this pit? How do I get out of this death? I want to go towards life. Well, the first step is find yourself a, a train you can hop into and <laughs> get out of there, man. You miss home, you got to find a way back home. It's all about a change of thought, change of mind. The Bible may call that repentance, change, change the way you think, you know, change your direction in life. You got to go back. And from that angle, from that perspective, as a Christian worldview, that's what we should do once we found ourselves in that same location. I did that back in June 26, 2011. It was a long, hard road out of hell, and it still is, man. I'm telling you, it still is. Some of the wheels on this wagon, sometimes they fall off, man. You tumble. You get weak. You get discouraged. I'm going to go back to that familiar song, that familiar high, those familiar faces. And you wake up again, and you're like, dude, man, what did I do? I don't live there anymore, man. I don't live that way, man. I follow Jesus now. I'm back with a loving family, a loving church family that cares for me. It's not too late for you, man. If you're hearing this kind of stuff, you know where I'm at. You know where you at. It's not too late. We're throwing you a life jacket here. You don't have to drown <laughs> in the rain, in the cold, broke, with no one around you, but nothing but the consequences of a hangover and the scars and memories of the party you had last night. You don't have to stay there. You don't have to die there. You can get out of there, man. You may not be able to jump on a jet plane. You may have to get off your high horse. You are being humbled. You are becoming tender. Your heart is softening. But I tell you this, you and I, we can hop on a train, get ourselves away from this place, this dark place, and go towards the light. Jesus is the light. I could have stayed in my past life continue to indulge in everything it had to give me, and I'd either be dead or in jail today. But today, I'm a mid-40s, very content, very happy, married family man. I'm a Christian. And I get to do this stuff. I get to talk to you out there. And on Tuesdays, we get to analyze the lyric. <laughs> and today we analyzed Gordon's Early Morning Rain. Beautiful song. Has a lot of deep stuff in there. What do you think? Let me see here if I can see what you think. I've not been able to look at any comments or anything. Anyways, I'll have to look at that afterwards. But if you have been commenting and engaging, because we do stream live on various platforms. We're on Twitter, on YouTube, on Rumble, on Facebook. Uh, where else? And you can find us, upload our audio session of this here podcast moment on uh, Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, everywhere's and anything. Please consider subscribing and following. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a comment. Share the link far and wide. Please, please consider supporting this work financially. It's what drives and thrusts us and motivates us forward, reaching far and wide. Also in our communities, you can support if you sign up at addedsouls.locals.com. You'll have, of course, some exclusive content there, and you have reports and updates with the work we are involved with, with the East Coast Church of Christ. You can check out the .com, eastcoastchurchofchrist.com. You can find out 
You can find us also on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, East Coast Church of Christ. Perhaps you want to donate through the PayPal option. That is available to you at itssouls at gmail.com. It's in the show notes. Or perhaps you want to reach out to me or send us a uh, monetary donation through a physical address. Reach out to me. I'll give you a physical address. We can have a phone conversation, email exchange, video chat, whatever. Please get involved with this work. It's a good work. It's a good thing. Hopefully this session today has benefited your life in one way or another. Some of us have gone through some stuff. Some of us have a checkered past. These lyrics, these songs allow us to analyze them, to have a sober thought with them now, and to see the various perspectives and to utilize them uh, in a good way instead of in a bad way. That makes sense? Yeah, I think so. Good stuff. Stay focused. Stay positive. You are loved. You are appreciated. You have purpose in this life. And it ain't dying with, it ain't dying. You can live. <laughs> okay. Good stuff. We'll see each other again tomorrow, Lord willing, for our Wednesday session, which is a dedicated Bible study. We've been going through the book of Genesis. It's been fun. It's been real. It's been good. You can check that out. Thursdays, we have our topical discussions. So we find a designated topic and we discuss that very topic. On Fridays is our socio-political conversations. And of course, on Mondays is our sermon upload. The sermon I shared with the congregation on Sunday, I upload for all of you friends on Monday. And at any time, reach out if you have a suggestion. Maybe you have a song you'd like for us to open up and analyze on Tuesdays. Maybe there's a study you would like for us to do after Genesis. Maybe there's a topic you would want us to open up on Thursdays. All that kind of good stuff. Lord willing, tomorrow, early morning, Early morning, early morning podcast sessions, the early bird podcast sessions. Here's Stefan Maillet at itsouls.com. Peace out.